0: Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. This episode is brought to us by Mike the Strongman. Are you tired of getting your training and nutrition advice from someone with only a weekend certification? then perhaps it's time to turn to someone with over 15 years of research-based experience. Mike the Strongman can help you with all your training and nutrition needs. Mike has a proven track record of getting results with his clients. Visit MikeTheStrongman.com for more information or email Mike at MikeTheStrongman at gmail.com if you're ready to take your performance to the next level. This episode is also brought to us by the Healthiest You Chiropractic Center. The Healthiest U Chiropractic Center in Strongsville, Ohio, is dedicated to giving their patient community the highest level of health care. Their doctors have been trained on the newest and most innovative styles of chiropractic and rehabilitative treatment. From back pain to ankle strains, the Healthiest U has remedies for a variety of injuries. Are you looking to perform better in life and activity? Their team takes a wellness-based approach on health rather than only focusing on symptoms such as pain. Call 440-238. 3338 or email them at thycairo that's t h y c h i r o @gmail.com for questions about becoming a patient. Now is a better time than ever to become the healthiest you. And last but not least, this episode is brought to us by CrossFit Strongsville. CrossFit Strongsville is a place where everyday people become heroes every day through qualified coaching, challenging yet modifiable exercise programming, and a supportive community unlike any other members find a way to break through personal barriers physically, mentally, and emotionally. No matter what level you're at, from the very beginner to the elite, you'll find you receive great service from the moment you walk through the door, and we promise it will be one of the best hours of your day. Check out CrossFitStrongsville.com for more information and to sign up for a free one-on-one consultation with the owner, a 12-year veteran of the fitness and therapy fields. Okay, folks, I have another special treat for you guys. Today's guests are my friends, Kirk and Sam Putterball. Having married couples on the podcast is something that I would like to do more of. I love getting to know how they met and what they do to make their relationship successful. Maybe it's just a hopeless romantic in me, but I find that stuff fascinating. Today, we got to know Kirk and Sam a little bit, and then we got into their fitness journey. Kirk was overweight and had a health scare and then they decided together to start seeing a trainer to get healthier. I had fun in this conversation. I hope that you do too. So sit back, strap in and enjoy our conversation. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and today we have with us a very special guest, Kirk and Sam Putterbaugh. How are you guys doing?
1: All
2: right. How Great. are you doing? Thank you.
0: Doing well. So we are going to have uh, Kirk and Sam on today and talk about a little bit of the fitness journey that you guys have gotten into, uh, this kind of stage in your life that you you've been doing it for the last couple of years. But before we do that, let's go ahead and just kind of... Get the, the audience to know who you guys are a little bit, and how did you two meet?
1: Uh, we met at uh, Cleveland State Wind Ensemble. We sat next to each other, and the first words I ever said to her were, I hate you, because <laughs> it's fun to break in new people. And uh, I'm
3: not really sure how that worked out, but somehow here we are today, eight years later. <laughs> so yeah.
0: You're a can- can- Cleveland State what now? Wind Ensemble.
3: We were both in band. Together. Okay. It, was, it was the band. and We both played clarinet. And we ended up sitting next to each other my first day of class there. He was okay. a few years older than me, but um, yeah. yeah, we just I were just friends p- our first year. And,
1: uh just thought it was fun to just breaking new people at that time. Okay, and, so you've been uh, in the
0: band for a couple of years then? or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were new to the band. You were a freshman coming in. I was. Yeah, I was okay. a sophomore. I transferred out. Um. So he's kind of picking picking on you a little bit. Like, hey, welcome yep. aboard. <laughs> exactly. No one likes you. Get out. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was uh, my first senior year when you transferred His in. His first senior first year. First senior year. Yeah, took the scenic route. Six years. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Too much beer or what happened?
1: Uh, just... Pretty terrible scheduling at their uh, engineering department. So it's just, yeah, you miss a course. Well, uh, we'll see you next year. You can take it again next year.
0: It seems like colleges do that more and more. Yeah. It's like, it, oh, if, if if you only take this class on the third semester, if there's a full moon and the
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, professor doesn't have heartburn, then you can take it. Otherwise, you've got to come back next year. And yep. it's like, right? Oh, do we really need to do this, people? Do we really need to spend that much money on an education? I mean, I, Again, I don't i've said this before in the podcast i'm not big on college i don't think it's too much of an education anymore i just call it schooling because mm-hmm. it's just mem- memorized right. shit for a test you're not educating people
3: anymore exactly three senior years later
0: <laughs> yeah they
1: uh, they were uh, not good for commuter students even though they are a college of commuter students so it's you know it, it uh, they just want your money they exactly don't, they don't care
0: Okay, so you guys are playing in the band together. Did you guys strike up a, a friendship right away and start hanging out together, or just have mutual friends, or how did it all work out?
3: There was a lot of mutual friends in there. Mm-hmm. We all were just hanging out as a group. I was the music major, and he was just there as the engineering student getting money for <laughs> being in the band. So, I uh,
1: put my butt in a uh, third chair seat and, uh, or yeah, third, third clarinet seat, and uh, <laughs> got some scholarship money for it. So nice. I exactly. was happy to keep showing up. I I
0: assume you played in high school and stuff then too, both of you, especially mm -hmm. you being a
1: music major.
3: Exactly, yeah, marching band, all that, so we were pretty highly involved in it, Okay, so it just continued through.
1: Yeah, I started saxophone in about third grade, so I've been playing for a while.
0: What switched you over to clarinet from the saxophone?
1: Uh, Fifth grade band, they uh, didn't really have a saxophone part, and my parents were willing to pick up a used one, so... Just went from there. And and I had a private teacher at the time who was uh he, he was good with uh, multiple instruments, so he said, All right, uh we'll we'll go longer and we'll do both instruments.
0: Okay. Per mm-hmm.
1: session, yeah.
0: Okay, so you guys are hanging out with friends, getting to know each other a little bit. Did you guys start dating in the first year when you guys knew each other? Or was did that? it take you like your second or third senior year to master
1: <laughs> out? You uh wanna Mentioned the time when I ran out of the car after we saw Carmina Barana at Severance Hall.
3: Oh, geez. So yeah,
1: yeah, we didn't quite. Uh, we, we weren't quite dating yet.
3: We tried. It just. It just didn't mm. quite happen. We, you know, yeah. it took a while of you know doing things out together, and um, it, it was that next June after that for that school year that we we finally started dating. Okay. So and that year was a pretty mm-hmm. tumultuous year. Anyway. Yeah.
1: It's...
3: Um, I'll. Just say his dad passed away that first year as well. Right after I met him, um, so it was it was helpful to be in that group of friends together, and right. you know we were always kind of around each other, just having fun. And I think that that helped a lot. So uh, we finished out that school year and played our graduation ceremony. As we always do, and and I said to him, I can't wait to not see you the rest of the summer. <laughs> well, and then here we are again. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: we uh, went out to lunch. What a week, two weeks later. Yeah, we did. Right.
3: <laughs> so he invited me to go on a beer run in Chagrin, Chagrin Falls, Falls, and
1: she she lived in Chardon. You know, Chardon Chagrin, same thing, right? Yeah. yeah so I thought uh...
3: the mistake <laughs> turned out well. So yeah, we had a we had a good summer that you know. The rest of the time there, so mm-hmm. we had a really fun time the rest of the couple of years at Cleveland State, because we still got to sit next to each other okay. in band. Were you guys
0: dating then the rest of the way through school? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: All the way through, and he ended up graduating the same year that I did in 2012, even though he should have been graduating, <laughs> yeah. what, 2010? Yeah, I
1: graduated spring, you were uh, falling. That was December. December, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. But it was really nice to be able to go through that together. Mm-hmm. We, it, he got me through math class. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: Nothing wrong with some help here and there. Exactly. Free, free math help. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up for you? I mean, <laughs> you, guys, you guys are hanging out and doing everything. Right. And, mm-hmm. So. <laughs> exactly. So. How long was it after that you guys got married? Uh, we got married in 14. So yeah, we were
1: uh, we were together four years when we got married.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Yeah, we had a, a two-year engagement. Uh, we got engaged that the summer of 2012 after he graduated. So. Mm-hmm. It did was, you guys
0: plan to have a longer engagement, or did it just kind of work out that way? Just kind of worked
1: out. Uh, she wanted a fancy wedding, so that takes time and prep. And uh, mm-hmm. I just happened to have still been living at home with mom at that time, so I was able to get some ring money.
0: Yeah, save some money up. And, yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think, I think a lot of kids, especially kids, kind of rush into things. Now, oh, yeah. when when you when you're my age, you know you're a little bit kind of closer to, to middle age. At this point, you you, I, you you kind of know what you want. So you can kind of jump into things a little bit quicker, I think. But kids,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think it's better to have a little bit longer engagement. I mean, at least a year, I think, would right. be healthy. Yeah, it's you got to okay. get to know somebody. Well, I mean, it's not even just that. I mean, I mean how many times you hear of somebody, you know, they break up with their girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and then they start dating somebody. They date them for like two or three months, and like they move in together. Like, what are you doing? Like, you don't even know the person yet. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to get to know these people. And...
1: Yeah, some friends of ours did that, but hey, they they're still together. I'm not they're saying married. that it I'm yeah. not
0: saying that it can't work. I'm just uh, saying uh, that it's just crazy when more, it does. More times than not it seems like mm-hmm. it's it's a real problem because people just jump from relationship to relationship nowadays. I mean, how many people do you even know that are still married that you know, have been married the first time? I mean mm-hmm. I can right. think of like a handful of friends that I have that you know have only been married once and they're still married and most people are like, oh well, they're divorced, and oh well, we were engaged, and then we broke up, and mm-hmm. and we're with somebody else, and it's just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm hopeless romantic, I guess. <laughs> it takes a lot of
3: dedication and hard work and understanding yeah. and communication. So,
0: but that's any relationship, unfortunately. And that's yeah. that's not just you know a husband wife or boyfriend, boyfriend girlfriend girlfriend, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what you are. It doesn't matter to any me. Of them. Yeah, but it's it's like any kind of.
1: Yeah, it you got to maintain.
0: Yeah, you know? I mean, it, it just it takes For hard work. work. Yep. And yeah, people are like, oh well, my my wife and I, or my husband and I, we're just not in love anymore, and the mm-hmm. the spark is gone. And like, okay, well, that kind of happens, people. Yeah, I mean, being in love with your spouse is kind of a choice. I mean, it doesn't have to be your spouse, it's the one you're with, mm-hmm. like yeah. the one the one you love. Like, it's it's a choice, and you got to do it every day. And mm-hmm. too many people just are too lazy about it, I think, and they they want that in love. Feeling that's gonna only last for a little bit, and then they just want to move on to something else because it's gonna feel new and fresh. And mm-hmm. it's like, guess what? In probably about two years, it will be in the same boat you are now.
3: Exactly. Right. Just
0: so you know.
3: Yeah, it's really fun to just go back to think about you know what brought us together, and those are some really good memories. So, mm-hmm. just yeah, you know, we I always keep that in the back of my mind.
1: Hey, it's a good way to start this podcast too. So, of course, yeah. I mean
0: it's. It's a good way to get to know a couple, and we're speaking right. to you guys as a couple. You guys are obviously you know together, and the idea is to be together forever. And mm-hmm. you know, and was it they always say like when in marriage, you know, two becomes one. Yeah. And and I truly believe that. I think that that's the whole idea of committing yourself to someone else is absolutely realizing that you're no longer two separate people. You are now one entity. Right. You know, you are a family. You know, for for better or worse, here we go. Let's let's do this thing. Exactly. But uh, for better or in laws, <laughs> there's not much you can do about that. But luckily, you're not married to them. <laughs> you're, mar- you're married to your wife. So life is good. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you guys had a two year uh, engagement. You guys are working on wedding plans. Uh, you guys are not living together at this time. Correct. 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 Mm-hmm. So which which is good. And so you're saving up for some ring money. Oh, you guys, you already have the ring money because. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you already you know she's wearing the ring now yeah
3: and just other things and making sure it was it was really the way that I wanted it to be i was really kind of obsessed yeah. with the whole wedding so
0: now why do you think that was was it like this big picture in your mind that you had of what you mm-hmm. wanted yeah did, did you make everything that you wanted out of the day or
3: for the most part yeah i did okay. um it, where we had it was at Landerhaven and Mayfield Heights side had been there at a wedding when I was five years old and I knew since I was five that was the space that I wanted it to be in. Okay. And I ended up actually working there too. So um, it got definitely got <laughs> a discount and Even just, and just really loved being there and that's just a beautiful place for any event ever. So we really enjoyed having it there and it turned out awesome. Okay. It was pretty much everything I ever wanted. So
1: And I made my one decision. What beer was going to be served? <laughs> and you chose Go- Victory Golden Monkey. Yes, it's delicious. We uh we all walked a little uh, funny home that night.
3: <laughs> now,
0: how, how old were you two when you got married?
3: I was twenty four.
0: Okay, twenty six. All right. So obviously mm-hmm. you've been drinking for a few years. So we're right. not we're not breaking the bank here. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. bringing out the booze at the wedding because right. I got married very young. Mm-hmm. I got married. I think I was. Was I nineteen or was I? 18? I was nineteen. Okay. When when I got married, so we we were too young to drink, so there was no mm-hmm. alcohol or whatever at the reception. It was kind of a small throw together anyway cause mm. we were we were young and broke, and I was college and everything else. It was it was crazy, but mm-hmm. right. Um, it's it's good when you're kind of. You've been through a little bit of life together. You've got some experiences. You, you know what you want, obviously, with, you know, the whole picture of the wedding since you were five, and, mm-hmm. and you've kind of worked on all these things, and you you come into it, and you make it happen, and it's it's kind of a, a great day, and that's that, that's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, a lot of times, it seems like people go a little bit too overboard
3: mm-hmm. on their
0: wedding, and they need to make it this, like, fantastic thing that they saw on TV, or this and that, and it's been so commercialized, but... Like when you really boil it down, it's it's just, you know, it's about the love that you two are going to share and it's about your friends and family who are coming to witness everything. Mm-hmm. It's just supposed to be like a simple, elegant, beautiful day. Right. It doesn't have to be super fancy, but it also doesn't have to be, <laughs> you know, not well thought out and put together yeah. either. You, there's there's definitely room in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we hear all kinds of crazy stories. People spend like 20, 30, 40 grand on a wedding. I'm like, what are you people doing? Right. It's Holy crap. It's one day. Crap a big party one day all i need is a pig roast I mean. <laughs> a little bit more than that he's a little bit more romantic than that he
3: did get his barbecue for the rehearsal dinner so that's, that's, yeah, no, we did. Yeah. That. that's fine you can yeah. do that That that's fine but
0: yeah. it might be a little bit more romantic than just a pig roast
3: <laughs> that's yeah. more of just a summer holiday thing <laughs> pig roast <But>. with flowers <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> he had his way but it was it was beautiful just the details and things you know everybody still talks about it which really makes my heart happy that People still had such a good time, and they have that special memory. We had gave out pint glasses for our favor, and everybody still – uses their pint glasses at home and well
0: that's that's a that's a gift that somebody can actually use which is so nice because most people just do something rubbish just to do something yeah i understand it's the thought of it and that's fine but if no one's going to use it what's what's the point of spending the money i mean you might as well just give them a thank you card i mean they're just gonna throw that away anyway so Mm -hmm. what does what does it matter right
1: and then speaking of spending the money always go with a good photographer we we also had true. really good photographers. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
3: Did
0: you guys uh, like hire a professional, or was it a friend that you knew that was into photography? They or? were professionals. Yeah, right? they were
3: professionals. Okay. They're no longer together, unfortunately. But um, I had a bad experience with an initial photographer and paid the deposit and everything, and they decided, well, we won't really meet with you before your wedding, so um, we'll just we'll just see you at your wedding day. And I said, no, I don't think that's how it's supposed to work. We need to meet and talk. If I'm paying you this money, so I decided to cancel them, got most of my money back, and just by... Golly, found somebody at the Maple Festival in Chardon who <laughs> happened to be talking about being a photographer. And was like, "Hey, are you available this day?" And they just ended up being the perfect, which choice. is
0: which is hilarious because most times people are booked out for months in advance, if not years, if they're good. Exactly. Yeah. Because let's be honest, weddings are on Saturdays,
2: mm-hmm. so
0: there's like one day a week that they're going to be busy, right? And it's typically going to be that. Now, granted, I have said that if I do get remarried, I would love to do it like on a Wednesday
2: mm-hmm.
0: to just be like, "Hey." If you want to come to my wedding, you're going to have to take some time off of work, and you're going to have to actually want to be there. Very true. You're not just going to show up on a Saturday right. and drink my booze. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. <laughs> and you'll save a
1: ton of money on the booking, too, so all the better. I,
0: I mean, I like saving money. Don't get me wrong. Right, but I think would. it's it's more of just... I mean, how many weddings have we all gone to? They're like, oh, I don't know if I really want to go, but I'll go, and I'll get dinner out of it. Okay, okay right. fine. Right. we'll go, yep. and I'll buy him a gift. And I always buy the same gift. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I buy uh the Five Love Languages by Dr. I Gary like Chapman, and uh, Positive Personality Profiles by Dr. Robert Rome.
3: Also love that because
0: it's like you need to understand you yeah. know the basic personalities, and most most people don't understand enough about the personalities to know. Kind of enough of like what their spouse wants or needs, right. what their personality means and how to communicate with those or the different love languages and why different people do different things. And right. it's good things to have to make a relationship work. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if they ever get read or not, but I kind of can't control that.
3: Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs>
0: so hopefully they do. Yes. But if not, we definitely talked about those things enough here on the podcast. That right. <laughs> at, least, at least if they listen, they'll get a basic idea.
3: Also true. The intent was there.
0: Right.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But I just... I don't know. I just I've been to so many that I was like, I don't know if I really want to be here. But then there's some that you just you can't wait to go. Yes. And there're people that you love and you want to be there for them. You want to share that date with them and yeah. you know, yeah. those are it's a, it's a great thing. I mean, I just I don't know. I'm we just like a know, really cool one. Yeah. Just yeah. a hopeless romantic and yeah. all, all about love. I can't help it. It's just so, f- <laughs> so
3: fun to experience that with other people, <laughs> especially when it's somebody people you really really care about. Yes. So, mm-hmm.
0: it's, it's such a beautiful time in their lives. Definitely. You know, and it's just hopefully they actually do the real work. To make the relationship work, because mm-hmm. that's the only way it's going to. Right. It's not going to happen by accident.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if the uh, weather is not so good, it's a uh, perfect time to bust out the Alanis
0: Morissette, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, as always. That's funny. I did that last weekend. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> yep.
0: So, how was uh, married life just after you guys got married? Since you didn't live together before, what were some of the big challenges you guys had to overcome, like right after you got married?
1: Uh, just stuff like uh, our our habits just kind of merging our habits together. You know, if it's 10 o'clock at night, maybe I want to sit down, start going to sleep and, uh, Sam would uh, start cleaning the house.
3: Yes. And that's just kind of that, how I grew up. It's like we yeah. clean at night. We're night people. So. Okay. And so you're being, more of like a stay up late, sleep in. And I'm a, being a teacher. I'm off in the summer. We got married in the summer. Mm-hmm. So I was just home. And it was like, this is weird. I have to leave to go to work and you get to stay home all day. So <laughs> yeah. now we're kind of used to that. But After just... the
1: honeymoon, you didn't have much to do for uh, for about another month.
3: Yeah, exactly. So it was nice to be able to be home, but it was so wonderful to finally be able to live together that I don't even know like if I felt any problems in well, that. Of course it was not, because that's, so that's, that's right. kind of the honeymoon Great. phase,
0: and you're so in love, and you're finally together, and you get to do all the things that a real couple you know, should be doing and should be... I, I. Yeah. Sound old-fashioned, but you probably should be waiting for some of these things for marriage for, because mm-hmm. you know, it, it makes things more special, let, let's be honest. Right. right. It definitely but, did. You know, ev- everyone knows what I'm talking about, and that's sex, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. We're going to talk about it. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, it just is just is like salt good. and pepper. It's it's not some big taboo topic that we're not allowed to talk about, because <laughs> right. they use it to sell Coke, for God's sake. <laughs> right. we, yes. we can talk about it for marriage. Exactly. <laughs> but was there any other kind of issues, maybe... Do you guys have trouble like sleeping together, like just being weird? Like, okay, he's, he's over here, and he's snoring, he's knocking on me, like leave me alone, I want to sleep. And oh my goodness, mm-hmm. that, that can be such a weird thing to get used to when it first happens. Like, definitely, yeah. how do I get used to this? It's so strange because most of us, all of our lives, we're always just by ourselves. And the, those moments where you, okay, you just kind of do your thing. You, you don't know your little quirks and right. idiosyncrasies and these stupid little things that you do that's going to drive everybody else crazy because mm-hmm. it's just you. You don't care. Yeah.
1: Right, I do tend to uh, hit a little bit, but uh, just growing up with cats and having cats piled on me, I I could kind of sleep still, so it was... But yeah, I'll just swing the arm over sometimes. It
3: just and... I go, ow! You hit me. <laughs> I did. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I apologize. Oh, and you. Then do. The, yeah. You don't remember remember it at all the next day. It no. Was, it's great for a laugh. But yes. mm-hmm. Um. No, it was weird. Just you know, which side of the bedroom am I supposed to sleep on? Mm-hmm. How does this work? I and mean, I hate
0: then... to say it. Did you guys even like have those kind of conversations? and yeah. Talk about that kind of stuff. We, it kind of. Like, this is what I want to do. Bit. This is yeah. what you want to do, and then kind of come to some sort of compromise. We, and...
3: we started one way, and then we switched, and then we go to hotels. We sleep the other way. It's like. Well, what is this? So right. it's just a funny thing.
0: I mean,
1: we we did kind of work things. Up. Is there any chance your mother's ever going to hear this? Nah. Uh, dorm life in college, you know, I'd stay over there three times a week.
3: Yeah. We you know, yeah. We, we did get to stay together a little bit, but mm-hmm. most of my life, you know, I was never permitted to um, stay with him, go anywhere with him. We didn't go on trips in our four years of dating beforehand. So it really was like a honeymoon stage and trying to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. How did we do all this? <laughs> now,
0: was there a reason for that? Like, is your family, like, very religious or anything? But yeah, or... my
3: mom is religious, just very traditional and okay. old-fashioned. Um, Controlling. Can very... uh, I
0: mean, <laughs> religion can do that to a lot of people. <laughs> and yeah. I think that as long as you follow follow the boundaries and don't, don't cross lines, yeah. it, it's not that bad. I mean, right. it's like a, a lot of people, like you can take a trip together when you start dating and you can go somewhere by yourselves and sleep in a hotel room together mm-hmm. and not have sex. You can do that. It's okay. Right. And, and it's it's a good way to kind of kind of feel each other out and get to spend that alone quality time together instead of just going over to somebody's house or dorm rooms. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, trips are an amazing way to kind of break the ice. Let's, let's be honest.
3: Yeah, exactly. You
0: know, but it's just, you got to set boundaries and realize, hey. We're not crossing this line. It's not okay. This is what we're doing. It mm-hmm. yeah,
1: wasn't it our first month where uh, this this was back when uh, Yingling was still the unattainable uh, goal in Ohio, and we crossed the border to <laughs> Erie, PA for a beer run. To, to go get <laughs> and it was Yangling? like the scariest thing ever because I was
3: like, "Am I going to get caught? Am I get in trouble? What am I going to do?" You know, you were just worried about your parents. Yeah, okay. n- nobody knew. My dad was totally fine with everything. It's a couple but hour drive. What does it matter? It, it, yeah, but unfortunately, Crossed not to mention the you guys were a man. Not, not to
0: mention you guys were adults. Right, you, you can be responsible. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean that just because you're gonna be together, you're gonna like lose like every every other like scruples that you have in your life. Yes. Like, Oh, we're gonna start doing meth and everything too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, people, come on. No, wait, we're, we're not. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. I know you are. Which we, is, which is why it's funny. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we had a lot of fun just kind of being sneaky too. So exactly. <laughs> it's just this no big deal. Let, stuff. Let's be
0: honest. All kids do that. Oh, yeah. It's it's normal. It's natural. It's part of growing up. Mm -hmm. And especially when you've got a very religious kind of upbringing, you tend to want to rebel a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You want to kind of push the boundaries a little bit. And that's that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And there's also to the point where some people, you know, want to just... Do whatever they want because they're not religious, and that's fine too. I mean, just just be safe and don't don't be a dumbass, people.
3: Right, and we were very responsible, and it was just sometimes when it was really sensible for me to have to to stay over if the weather was bad yeah. or things. And he lived in Lakewood and or Avon, and I lived in Chardon, and still even rainstorm, thunderstorm, snow. I yeah would foot of not, drifting snow.
1: Nope. No, had to drive. No, no way, had to come
3: home. So that was. Yeah. That was where it was like, please, <laughs> can we just adjust this a little bit? But it was never...
0: Yeah, I know. I know. But... I grew up in the same kind of household. Mm-hmm. Family was very religious, and I I kind of wasn't. I kind of fell out we're early, you know, kind of teens, I guess. As soon as I was old enough to stay home, essentially, my parents were like, hey, we'll give you the option. I'm like, cool. I'm staying home. See yeah. Later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, it just wasn't for me. But it's just... But you still grow up in the same way. We're like, oh... I mean, I can remember not really having like a sex talk from my parents, and it's like... Mm-hmm. Is it so bad to really talk about these things with your kids? I mean, they they're the a whole sex talker's like, yeah, don't do it. I'm like,
3: no, that
0: was very helpful. Thank you very much. Right. I appreciate it.
3: I just have to figure it out on my own. Cool. <laughs>
0: it's just I don't know. It's just why why can't we just have normal conversations about this? Right. You know, but again, like when you're in a relationship like that, to set the boundaries, like, hey, you know what? We're not going to do this. We are going to wait. This is what we both want. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to, that's fine. As long as you both want it, it's no big deal. Again, just be safe. It's no big deal. Right. Exactly. But uh. It's, I don't know. It's just... I people make such a big deal out of things. And I just I don't get why sometimes. Mm-hmm. These are no big deal. Why can't we just... It happens. Everybody does normal it. Normal conversation. It just right. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Normalize it. Anyway, so shifting gears here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, about a year or so in you guys' marriage, you said you guys got into some kind of health challenges or some things happened with your your heart. Can you talk a little bit more about that, Kirk, and kind of what happened there?
1: Uh, it was about that time. I was pushing 250 pounds at 510 uh, you you do the math so it's yeah you know, I was obese I was having high blood pressure high cholesterol which is unfortunately something I can't do much about thank you family liver and uh, actually I was also getting fatty liver all kinds of good treats that somebody in their mid-20s should not get just because I Pretty much been chubby my entire life. Okay,
0: so you kind of grew up a little chubby. All mm-hmm. All right. Did you play sports and stuff growing up? Or? Not
1: really. I didn't have much of an interest, and in any any attempts to get me to do stuff was just always frustrating. I I wasn't really good at it. I kind of have uh I, I, probably uh, undiagnosed anxiety at the time. So you know, if I couldn't do something, I definitely wouldn't want people to see me in public doing it. It just yeah, sports was always uh, just something I rather avoid.
0: Okay, now do you think you're a little overweight because of your, your eating habits, maybe, or oh. just a lack of activity, or what do you think it was? Both, both. Okay. I was,
1: I drank a fair amount of pop. I
3: his mom up. is a really good cook.
1: My mom is an amazing cook. Yes, and she it sounds does like a lady I need corners. to get to no. know. Yes. <laughs> hey, she's uh, she's single. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta take the cats, though.
3: Yes. Right. Mm.
1: No. But, uh, yeah, it just, uh, there's always ice cream, stuff like that. I still struggle with ice cream. Um,
0: yes. I mean, it's like anything else, all things in moderation. Exactly. It's like I've been trying to tell my dad, he loves ice cream too. And he, and he said, he'll sit down with, you know, a tub of ice cream and just grab a spoon mm. and just eat out of it and probably murder the whole thing whatever the thing is like a, what a quart and a half or whatever they are nowadays I don't even know right and he's he'll just he'll murder one of those like dad like I get it every once in a while have some ice cream that's fine mm-hmm. not every night
3: by the little small, you can't do, do that color. well I,
0: that's why I buy pints now yeah cuz it's like it's a thousand calories if I murder it okay it's not the end of the world it's done, it's gone, it's over. Right. right. Normally, I try to eat half of it and I'd put the rest back and have the other half another you know day or two later or whatever. That's but. your
3: normal serving, really, if you go to any ice cream place, so that works.
1: And, and uh, having grown up in the 90s, this was before the whole uh, obesity epidemic became a very real thing. Back then, it was three meals a day. So you eat your breakfast for lunch, you have your sandwich or whatever, and then you eat your full dinner. And if you just kind of sit in your room and play video games well you don't really expend that anymore so it's it's... not
0: even so much that as well as all the snacks start to come in and like okay well i'm I'm a little true i'm a a little bored so i'm gonna go have some sugary snacks or a salty snack or whatever it is that you're craving and you go and you start munching especially if you're playing video games you're Mm -hmm. sitting around the house and if you're out and about it's kind of hard to do that if you're outside playing or sports or doing whatever but if you're just sitting around the house i know i get bored and i just want to munch Mm-hmm. So I have to try to keep those away from me because if not, I'll just open a bag of chips and before I know it's gone. Like, what happened? Yes. Yeah. Holy crap!
1: I have that problem with sour candy.
3: Yes, and then.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, flaming hot Cheetos a little bit. I can stretch a bag over a few days.
3: But... <laughs>
0: it's all about restraint,
3: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, things have changed. Okay, then. so you're starting
0: to get some bad numbers with your health and things kind of Absolutely. happening with that. So what? What kind of uh, made you decide to kind of move forward and do something about that?
1: Oh, we uh, started with this trainer, and I wasn't taking it too seriously yet, just kind of lifting a little bit. Uh, tried to uh, tr- tried to limit my intake a little bit, and at the next appointment, I found I lost eight pounds, and I've never lost weight before. You've always just is... kind
0: of gained it or maintained?
1: Right. Okay. So all of a sudden, oh, this is... uh. This is possible. Now, so. was
0: there was there a moment that you two maybe had sat down together, or maybe you had on your own, that was like, you know what? I'm not going to be like this anymore. Things need to change. Was there a moment like that for you?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, was, was there
0: something specific that happened that just triggered that? Or was it just kind of like a gradual process? Like, okay, maybe we'll look into this. Maybe we'll try something well, different. I,
3: th- I think it was a couple of combinations because I started with this personal trainer and it just... Just try. Wanted to try something new because we had joined our gym and mm-hmm. saw his card and I was like, "I'll call him and see how this goes." So I started with him for a couple months, trying to get Kirk to just 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 try it out and see if he would like it.
0: You were you kind of holding back then a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah,
3: he was still just not quite into it. Like okay. I don't really like working There's nothing out. Nothing wrong with that. We tried mm-hmm. to work out a lot in college and it was pretty miserable. He did not like me when we had <laughs> taken to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd the, you do this to me?
1: All the oh uh, that and there. Trainers, you know, their students, they weren't mm-hmm. the best. It's, yeah, I understand you got to push people to make the gains happen, but uh, you, going from somebody who just got off the couch, you can't really, really run them up a uh, flight of stairs 10 times in a row. No, stuff you, like you that.
0: need to create the habit, right? That's, that's what you need to do. Get people coming to the gym, having some fun, learning some different things, realizing yeah. it doesn't have to be super hard. Yeah, you we can actually come in here and just enjoy ourselves, have a good time, and still get the kind of results we want.
1: Yeah, there, there's a difference between aching afterwards and feeling like you're dying afterwards. <laughs> right. If you feel yeah. like you're dying afterwards every time you go, you're you're not going to come back.
3: Yeah, we had some pretty bad experiences. They, you know, they were trying, but it was just right. not quite right for us. Yeah. So we gave it that a few years, and then I realized that the, our trainer was actually a really great fit personality-wise as well, which I think is important. Yes. It's not just, okay, you can tell me how to exercise. But no, you have to be able to talk to me and treat me like a human and be well, compassionate. That's,
0: that's the problem that I have with a lot of trainers is that a lot of them have a lot of mediocre um, knowledge when it comes to lifting or working out or doing that kind of stuff. A lot of them aren't that good. It's pretty easy to say, unfortunately. It's, mm-hmm. it's sad, but it is very true. Mm-hmm. But most of them are not good with people. Mm-hmm. So they they just want to learn more about working out and science and all this kind of stuff. Like, hey guys, that's great, but nobody gives a shit mm-hmm. unless right. you can actually communicate with them. So learn how to talk to people first, and then get more into the working out stuff. Right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> our, our, our guy's a goofball. We uh we hang out sometimes outside of the gym. Cool. I, I see Marvel movies with him whenever, usually opening weekend. Oh, that's good. He's yeah, a big he Marvel became fan a great too. friend. Yeah.
3: So that really helped, and then Kirk finally got into that, and it's like, wow, this. That kind of ties into uh, right. this is possible, and it was fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, Sam. So you were working out a few months before Kirk was. What kind of workouts were you doing with the same trainer? Obviously,
3: right. It was just more simple. I mean, we would just do the leg day, the arm day, the back day. Okay,
0: so like a standard bodybuilding kind of workout. So you yes. just do a lot of like uh, bodybuilding exercises. You focus on different uh body groups or areas i guess in a day exactly move on and like cycle that out like you know once twice a week
3: right and he always did I, I don't feel like i've ever done the same thing with him in three years it's always something different too which was really fun and just kept it interesting and i would go we we've been going twice a week for yeah uh, twice a week every month so um eight times a month
0: okay and then what kind of stuff did they get you started with when you joined? The same kind of stuff, bodybuilding? Right.
1: Okay. Just uh moving some weights around. Uh, I, I uh a little better now, but had a pretty bad case of man tits. So uh, we did a lot of chest exercises, a lot of flies, dumbbell work, that sort of thing. Okay. Kind
0: of mm-hmm. try to tighten everything up around there. Exactly. Area. You guys get into a lot of the cardio and everything? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so what's your what's your normal day in the gym when you when you kind of come in?
1: I come in usually early in the morning with, uh, usually with the trainer and we just do certain groups. We'll do a leg day, a back day, a chest day, shoulders, uh, ab days sometimes, uh, probably not nearly enough, but, uh, (laughs) and then until I have to get ready to go to work, I can just, uh, then I'll just get on a treadmill run or a walk, depending on which muscle group.
0: Okay, so just kind of doing like a long, slow distance, just get the heartbeat up and get moving. Right. Any kind of specific time that you're looking for, like 20, 30 minutes, anything, or just whatever you have left, or...
1: Yeah, whatever I have left, usually it's about 10, sometimes 15 minutes. Okay. Normally 10 minutes. So elevate the
0: heart rate for a little bit, nothing too crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. Same kind of workout for you, Sam?
3: Yeah, definitely. I did a few... When we first started with the trainer that year and the year after, I did a few five, five caves, and that was nice to feel accomplished as a bigger person. It was... Really nice to just say, I can run three miles. It's possible. Um, But then also the doctor told me after some knee pain, it's like, "Eh, maybe you want to hold back a little bit on the running and do some other types of cardio too. Unfortunately,
0: when you're a bigger person, it can kind of beat you up. I had that same problem a couple of years ago. I had gotten fat again. And decided it was okay. Let's let's do something different. I got out of college. I was still eating like an athlete. I wasn't doing any sports. I'm sitting in an office all day. I might be playing, you know, old man softball once twice a week, but that's it essentially. There's no working out. There's nothing going right. on. So, I blew up and got huge. And thought, okay, well, how am I going to get in shape? Mm-hmm. I'll start running. And I started running. And it took me like a whole summer to build up to like a five k. And then after that, I, I kept running. I don't know why, but I did and lost a bunch of weight and just, but I beat my shoulder and my knee and my hips and my ankles. And I had a, I had a big problem with my foot uh, just before I actually had a big race. I was about for about two years of training now. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not good with this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm too big for all this. It's this not is, this is not for me. Yeah. Messing you know, yourself up. If life. I was, you know, five or six inches shorter and a hundred pounds less, maybe. Mm -hmm. but it's just it's not for somebody with my frame i'm too big of a guy to enjoy running right
1: when i when i was uh my biggest i i did elliptical that was uh that was a lower impact it wasn't it wasn't until i was well below 200 pounds finally that uh, i actually started running and found out i could do it
3: and it was so impressive to see him do these things where I never in a million years thought that I would ever see him do that. I mean, I have the video of his first major pull-up, and when he started benching, when he was still big, and it was just such a proud moment Mm -hmm. to see that. It was really, really cool.
0: Well, it's it's kind of fun with that kind of transformation, because- you start off like anybody has to start off with no experience. You, you, unfortunately, you're just you know later in life than a lot of people right. start off. A lot of people start off younger, like junior high school. Right. You can't lift much. Can't do anything. But if you just stick with it, and you're consistent. Mm-hmm. Realize that it's going to take a long time, but results will come. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I know a lot of people. Don't like about weight training is the fact that it takes probably two to three years to really notice a big difference mm-hmm. because it just takes a long time to get really strong, unless you're using Mexican supplements, yeah. right? Which unfortunately are very illegal and very bad for your body. Yes, but people do them because they want faster results. Mm-hmm. It's just the truth, it is what it is.
3: You can tell sometimes if people do it, anything. you can <laughs> always tell, yeah, <laughs> it's just like
0: my coach always says, you know, it's like if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, chances are it's if a duck, duck
3: yeah, <laughs> definitely.
1: Yeah, somebody, uh, yeah, if it looks like they uh, took a bicycle pump to their muscles, yeah.
0: Yeah, Spongebob style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely tell. So, what are some of your big accomplishments that you've had with lifting, Kirk? Uh,
1: I, I don't lift that much to really have any major milestones. I've I've, I've benched about 250, Um or was
0: it was like was that a goal that you had set and you were excited and you were chasing after it, or was it just something that just happened over time
1: it It happened over time, but it was kind of cool to see me push my own weight and
0: uh well, I assume this is your old weight because by that point you had to be thinner
1: right yeah i think I think it was well below two hundred what by the time that happened mm-hmm. but uh yeah, just uh you know starting with maybe one one plate not not even i don't know did I start with one twenty but uh, doubling that—that that was a, that was a great moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, leg press too. It's uh, nice to load that up.
2: Yeah,
3: five, all the way. Five,
1: <laughs> five, six on a side. Yeah, yeah.
3: It
0: does look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I'd I'd rather see you with the barbell on your back and squatting with your ass to the floor. So yes. uh, I'd rather yeah. see that than leg pressing. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I'll be honest.
1: Squat day. Yeah.
3: After never doing anything, kind of take it to, just as that accomplishment. <laughs> you know, it's like wow, I actually just did that. So, so you've
0: completely transformed your body, Kirk. Now, how much weight have you lost overall since uh, you started?
1: I bottomed out at uh, 163 pounds. I'm I'm kind of close to 180 right now, just because it's been a rough winter and uh, and people won't stop with the barbecue and party invitations. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm working on going back down again. What's what's
0: your ideal weight? Where do you want to be?
1: I'd like to be in about the mid 160s. I felt pretty good there. got a good
0: weight for you? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, e- easy to move. Uh, felt strong. Didn't. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I. I don't really like one eighty all that much, but yeah, I kept kept indoors all winter. Uh, didn't have access to a treadmill at lunch like I did uh, the last job, so it just kind of some adjustments there also. Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean. Yeah. As we all know, unfortunately, eighty percent of the battle is diet. Absolutely, and everyone thinks that the hard part's going to the gym and working out. And it's once you make it a habit, once you make it part of your life, it's really easy to go. Right, and it's actually hard not to go because you feel guilty for not going. What What is the hard part is doing all your meal prepping and staying away from beer and the sweets. And I mean, that's for me. I mean, some people it's, you know, ice cream or. Mm-hmm. you know chips and dip or whatever it is for you i mean pasta or who knows but i mean that's that's the hard part so yeah i, I totally get where you're coming from
1: yeah I, I had to make some diet rules in order to do that big drop like uh, you know, to,
0: to get that lean yeah absolutely
1: right. yeah i th- i think it was uh no no uh calories from uh beverages uh unless it contained booze that was a big one Mm -hmm. Uh, did you you
0: have to like ration those out you know like only on a friday night and saturday night when we go out with friends is the only time that i can have you know alcohol or
1: yeah i I did have a whole uh earn my beer initiative going on good then Mm -hmm. But i think that's healthy right there's
0: a lot of times where i know i have have friends who do uh crossfit and that kind of stuff so they work out a ton Mm -hmm. so they can kind of eat and drink whatever they want let's be real honest that's why they work out Mm -hmm. so they can just Eat whatever they want, yeah, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. They work out super hard, but with me, with with my lifting, it's like I'm more looking for like long term goals and gains and trying to right. do big things with my lifting. So it's like, okay, I need to cut out a lot of the alcohol. So whereas they like to go out and drink a lot, where I might join them once a month, mm-hmm. you know, whereas they're going out every weekend and usually like Friday and Saturday night. And hey, come with us, or we're gonna go get margaritas at Mexican and do this and that. Like, hey, that's great, guys, but. I need to be eating kind of clean here right now. Right. Like I can't be going there and smashing a bunch of chips and dip and with a couple of margaritas. That adds up calories like really quick. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, there, was, there was another rule there. No uh, sweets unless it was something lovingly handmade by somebody. So if somebody brings in a box of Dunkin' and throws it on the break room table, I, I – Realize that was not helping me either.
0: Yeah, and also, it's Dunkin', so it's easy to stay away from, because Ex- that place is rubbish. Exactly, but, it's just, you but know... But now, if they bring in, like, a little local bakery that makes everything fresh that day, and it's like, oh, fine. Yes. Yeah. I'll have one. I won't be the asshole. You know, because like, you can't be so rigid that like, right everything just falls apart if you have, like, oh, a, I can't have a donut or you can't go to somebody's birthday party and not have a piece of cake. Like, right. it's a piece of cake, people. Chill out. Now, yeah. If you've got allergies and you can't have eggs and that kind of stuff, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, oh, I'm on a diet, and this and that, I can't do that. That's kind of a dick thing to do. Unless, unless you're, you know, cut, if you're a bodybuilder or a figure competitor or something, if you're cutting for a meat, if you're doing something big like that, that's that's yeah. that's a little different, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then it's, okay, that's like a competition phase. That, that's a little different than just living your life because I mean, right. we all need to have some sort of moderation yeah and i know a lot of people say it's like oh it's it's 80 20 rule so 80 percent of the time i'm gonna be good so that 20 percent of the time i can you know fuck off a little bit and right. you can't go off the rails you can't yeah you know like murk a whole pizza like every time that that <laughs> day comes up right. now, once in a while is fine it's but not hard to do no it's not <laughs>
1: yeah I, I can't go over uh you know i can't go visit my mom and she loves to bake and not eat a piece of cake when she you know because there's usually a piece of cake or something there. Yeah, you know, she she yeah. made she made the effort. She made this cake. But yes, you I'm c- going to eat but it. But you
0: can also tell your mother that hey, mm-hmm.
1: no, like, I don't want to take leftovers. Well, there's
0: that as well. But you can also have a smaller piece. Like hey, right. I'm trying to cut. weight. Right. I still want to have it. I, mm-hmm. I love you. You made this for me. I appreciate it. Right. So you're showing it, but it, like just cut it in half. Like let me just cut this out because mm-hmm. I've only got so many you know calories going around for the day, and people understand that. Yeah. Because you're not just like no. I can't have it. Mm-hmm. I am too righteous for your cake. Like, no, like calm down, people. <laughs> right. Plus, it's mom. You gotta, you gotta have cake for mom. Exactly. <laughs> or if we, t- if we
3: take the leftovers home, then we take them to work for everybody else. To That's exactly enjoy. what I do yeah. too. That's,
0: That's how I get rid of stuff. Take yep. it to the office, put it up there, and I forget about it.
3: I have a bag of chocolate ready to go. Take it to work.
2: I know. I keep forgetting. Yep, I cleaned it all
3: forgetting.
0: out. <laughs> and I, I, I used to have this rule. I don't so much go with it anymore because i don't really eat in the mornings anymore kind of do like intermittent fasting a little bit kind of don't eat until like noon
1: mm-hmm. same here
0: i wish i could eat earlier but that would all depend if, if i was working out earlier because if i could get up and do my workout in the morning then i wouldn't mind eating breakfast but since i work out at evening i want you know food after i work out mm-hmm. so i need to save food for that so i can't be done eating before i go to the gym obviously mm-hmm. but uh, i used to have this rule in my old office when I was working there, they would always have donuts and cookies. And there was a, a guy there whose wife had a, like a baking company like on the side. She just had fun with it. So she was always trying new recipes and sending it with him. And it was so funny because he was always like, hey, she wants to know what you think of this. And like, I don't know why I'm the aficionado about about baked goods here. I mean, I appreciate them. I love them. But I don't know why she always wants me to try them, but I'm more than happy to. But I would always make this rule like I'm not having anything until afternoon. So, I wouldn't have anything until after I had lunch. So, that way, first of all, I already had food in me. Mm-hmm. So, I wasn't more likely to go, hey, that tasted really good. I'm still pretty hungry. I'm going to go grab another one. And right. well, I'm going to go grab another one before you know you had like three, whatever it is, cookies, cupcakes, whatever. It's like those, those things add up quick.
3: It's so easy to just keep popping them.
0: And it, it was so nice because I, you know, working in an office, smaller office, like 20, you know, 25 people or whatever it was. And usually by about lunchtime, it was like one or two things left. And by then, it was something that I didn't really care about. I was like no I'm good
2: mm-hmm. and I could
0: just skip it yeah so it was kind of like a little mental trick for myself to not have it but I was saying I wasn't telling myself I couldn't have it I was like no I'll just have it later and then I'll wait till they were pretty much all gone like I don't really want that so no I'm good
1: mm-hmm. yeah we have a we have a mandatory donut day on Friday and uh it's I, I've Started to limit myself back to just one because <laughs> just you know <laughs> no, donuts—they don't fill you up. You eat them, you're you're hungry again five minutes later. Well, that's the problem with yeah. eating
0: food like that—is th- there's not really nutrition yeah. in it, so exactly. it's not going to fill you up. Empty. What fill you up is the protein and the fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With carbs, you just want more carbs. That's why there's such a problem with carbs. Right, absolutely.
3: And this is life. It's it's hard to you know continue to maintain that mindset of being so regimented, and in when you're in that loss phase you're really working hard at it and then you finally get there it's like okay what do i do now to maintain this um and it's life it's not easy yeah to to continue that um you still have to work hard but you also want to you know not go crazy all the time thinking about food what am i eating and it it definitely can take over your
0: life if you let it
3: right mm -hmm. Which, which is never
0: a good thing but the good thing about that is though is if you do go off the rails and get you know a little bad it's hey, I've done this before. I know I know what to do now and you can just right. tighten things up a little bit and go. Like I had a, a stressful couple of months a few months ago and, and I was eating my emotions. So I was eating a lot of sugar and, and candy and like those kind of things. That's what I reach for and I tend to do that after I'm done eating for the day. So I'm like, oh, I'm, st- I'm stressed or this or that or this is what's going on and I'm, I want some chocolate, or I want this, or I want that. And you start having some of those. And those are addictive foods. They're meant to be. They're chemically engineered for that. So Absolutely. So
2: yeah. all of a sudden,
0: you know, like, oh, I had, I had like half a bag of cookies here. Like, holy crap, what happened? And, yeah. And it only takes a couple of times of that before you pack on 10, 15 pounds. And you're like, okay. So I guess <laughs> you need to kind of cut these things out for a little bit here.
3: Right. And
0: things can get a little away from you.
3: Yeah. Just growing up, adding, you know, all these extra things, extra butter, extra oil, you know, just growing out of that, too, and you still kind of have those cravings once and so on like you still got the ice cream mm-hmm. and, you know, I still like the butter and the dairy and the cheese and it it really, really does add up. So just thinking about what extra thing did I just add in here? Because that's calories. That, that counts.
0: Yeah, but the good thing about the dairy is that it's pretty much half protein and half fat. Yes, it's, true. It's not tons of just empty calories like cookies and ice cream and, and that kind of, or potato chips and all that. But, right. So at least at least there's something in there that's going to kind of fill you up a little bit. Because I, I remember working back with my nutrition guy, which is uh, Mike the Strongman. He's one of the sponsors of the show. And, and he was always telling me, like cottage cheese is your best friend. Mm-hmm. It's like if you were in a pinch, and you need like the perfect food, cottage cheese is it. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect food. Fills you up. Yeah, so it's like I always just – I took a container into work and I just had something there. So if I got the munchies in the afternoon and I wanted some something salty, potato chips, I something sweet like a cookie or something, I was like, okay, nope, just going to go get some cottage cheese. Get fat and protein. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's
1: and actually it's- a good idea because it kind of gives you a little bit if you – You're looking for the flavors there,
0: yeah. Which which, it's not bad. cheese, yeah. What I hate to say, what I used to do is get a bag of potato chips, like crunch them all up and dump them in there. So it wasn't exactly (laughs) the best thing to do, but you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, (laughs)
1: hey. Yeah, throw some pineapple in there.
0: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. A little bit of sugar in there, exactly. And it's but it's good because with with that kind of sugar, with fruit, like you get the fiber too, Mm -hmm. so your body breaks the sugar down better than just yeah, just having just the straight sugar, which just burns through it so fast, right. But no, I mean there's so many different things we can go with that, but let's let's not get too crazy with Like that. in
3: this process though, like we, we certainly are not perfect. We're <laughs> human. We have, Of course you're not. We are <laughs> you're human. human. We have so much more work to do and it's just figuring out how to fit our life in, you know, we're we're kinda just we just do whatever we want yeah. to do, which is really great. And we have a lot of great friends and we, we love we... spending time with them but also trying to
1: We do have a very active social life, Yeah, surprisingly so. (laughs) Well, this is a good thing.
3: It's grown since we've, you know. It's it's time. (laughs) I I really think,
0: like, you need to be around the people that you love. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you need to spend time with them. Too many of us, uh, I'm very guilty of this, whereas I, usually by the end of the day or end of the week, I'm so burnt out from everything else, running, 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 going crazy. I just want to come home. I want to sit in my chair, and I want to turn on my TV, and I want to watch Bones or Castle or Smallville or whatever it is that I, that I watch because I don't have TV. I don't have Netflix, so I just – I watch old DVDs. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm an old fuddy-duddy. I can't help it. I even have a VCR down there. Ooh,
2: nice. <laughs> okay. That's I, got,
0: I actually got that for Star Wars.
2: Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh. The only
0: way I could watch the OG Star Wars without all the stupid remakes. You got like, the OG – yeah nice so it's the only way i can watch them anymore mm-hmm. i I gotta find a way to put those on dvd so i don't lose them when the vcr breaks right i've been through two already
3: oh man <laughs> they don't
0: last anymore mm-hmm. yeah. but there, there's times where i just want to come home and just chill and just do that and just be away from everybody but realistically i need to be out and about i need to go see my friends i need to go see the people that i love i need to spend time with them mm-hmm. you know and i remember i went to see a friend uh, a little while ago he's he's got a well, yeah, they both. I mean obviously they're a married couple. I went to go see both of them and we were out there at their, their camper. They, they have a campground, you know, maybe half an hour from here, pretty pretty close. Mm-hmm. So we went over there to hang out with them for the evening. We had dinner, came out like late afternoon, no big deal. And we were hanging out and doing everything and we were having some good conversations, just talking, having a good time with the the calves were playing some playoff game or something i don't really pay attention to sports so i don't know what's going on mm. and i think it was the first series or something i don't know if it was down to the very last game i don't remember but it was like a big game they're all excited and they turn that on and and i'm sitting there like i don't really care i don't want to watch i want to talk to you guys but i want to be rude because he wants to watch the game so i just kind of hung out for a little bit i think i left after the first quarter the first half or something i'm like eh, i'm just gonna go home because like when i get together with my friends or my family or whatever i i want to just be there, I want to be off my phone. I don't want to be watching t v like let's just sit around and talk right, but that's I don't know maybe I'm just an old school guy again
3: oh it's it's nice sometimes I guess maybe for both of us too we kind of struggle talking to people you know coming up with things to say so it's nice we kind of surround ourselves with people who do like to talk so we Which can that
0: can help too because then you get to listen and enjoy yes and interject here and there right but it's but it's about the conversation it's not about who's talking it's let's just have a
3: conversation right and being there and just enjoying each other's company exactly <laughs> yeah
1: and something like a game if it's on low you know it, it, it'll fill the walls in conversation yeah and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. as
0: long as people aren't like intently watching exactly it, if, it, if ignoring you're ignoring intent- everything else. Exactly. Then there's no point. If that's what they want to do, that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's no big deal. That's just not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, I normally have, like, a get-together with, for, like, a few small people. Like, usually, like, six or seven people usually come over. Usually around the fall. I love the fall. Fall's my favorite time of year here in Ohio. Yes. And... Is they'll, they'll come over and there's no TV. There's nothing like we're just going to talk. We're going to have fun. Like a little fire pit out back. Like we're, if it's nice, we're going to go sit out back there and we're going to get smoke in our face and, and smell like a fire. But it's like, I just, I just want to have a conversation. I don't, I don't care about what's going on. I remember, I think it was two years ago when we had that, I had a friend who wasn't going to come over because I didn't have TV because he wanted to watch the Indians game. Right. Apparently it was again, some sort of big playoff game. I I don't know. And, <laughs> They were they were all excited, like oh, well you're gonna have the Indians game, right? Like I don't have TV, I'm like you don't have a TV, like well I have TV, but there's nothing hooked up to it. I can't mm-hmm. get any channels. Like it's gonna be on channel three, like it's, it's like Amish cable. Like no, I don't have an antenna. I, I got nothing. Like I just play DVDs and. VHS saves.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had that for a while, too. And then I think some of your family got a little pissed at the one gathering. Yeah, I think no, it was Thanksgiving no Indians or something. game. Or
3: maybe it was a Ohio State game. Yeah. Like, you don't have this. Yeah. And they were so mad. Well, like, I mean,
0: he literally wasn't going to come over because of the game. And I was like, dude, that's fine. Like, no big deal. Like, mm-hmm. stay and watch the game. Like, we can hang out next week. It's no big deal. Like, but I've got people coming over. Yeah. So I can't just not have it. I mean, I've, I've right. invited people to my house. I mean, I have to... Be here and do that. He's like, well, let's go to a bar. Let's do like, go have fun. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm not going. I got people coming over, but it was like this big thing because they all wanted to watch the game, and I understand that because. People get into that, but it's just, again, it's just not what I wanted. But right. I had a friend who literally brought over like his kids' boom box. Oh my gosh! So they could listen to the game at least on the radio. I
3: like listening to it more than watching it. Well, really. let's be
0: honest, baseball is bloody boring. So yeah. even if you are oh, yeah. even if you are watching it, it's still more like listening to the radio because you're just you know stand them, yeah, stand them. You gonna watch them stand around, scratch their balls for two minutes, and then they <laughs> then they throw a pitch, and then they stand around, and scratch their balls for two minutes, and they throw another pitch. So. <laughs> why do people like this game? I don't understand.
3: Right. Is it, it's so a good, boring. If there's a good announcer, though, they can definitely make it more exciting. So I'll definitely listen on the radio first.
1: It's better to be at a game and have the whole atmosphere there is the than thing. to watch it on TV. Right. Being
0: there is different. I remember that my first time with a hockey game. Um, we were, I think I was in sixth grade, we were doing like a basketball skills thing like you see some of the kids do that like like at halftime like they spin the ball and they bounce in their legs and they they do stupid shit like that right Mm -hmm. i was involved with something like that it was in our school um, system to train people to be good ball handlers because it was a basketball school okay so it was all about getting the kids started early kind of is what it was all about but we were down in ohio state university and we were going to perform at halftime for their basketball game and we got down there early from on the bus ride or something i don't remember exactly what it was but they took us over to the hockey rink Where we were watching like him play a hockey game because nobody cares. There's plenty of seats. They took us over there. I remember watching it live for the first time, realizing, "Oh, this is really different live. This is pretty cool." Yeah. I think I'd gone to like maybe a couple baseball games when I was a kid or something, but that was like the first big experience where I was like. It's totally different when you're actually here. And
3: hockey's like nothing else you've ever seen.
0: <laughs> it's so fast-paced mm-hmm. though that you can't pick it up on TV. Mm-hmm. But when you're there, your mind can pick you everything up to see up. the whole picture yeah. instead
3: of just wherever the camera's on.
0: It was, it was, to- it was. I remember just being this mind-blowing experience. Like, okay, it's totally different to just be there. Now, granted, I'm the point in my life now where I do not go to sporting events. I am too big. I do not fit in the seats. <laughs> oh. By about halftime, my knees and my back hurt so bad. I'm not enjoying anything. Right. So if I'm watching anything, I'll, be able, I'll usually go to my mom and dad's house and like <laughs> hang out in the chair with my legs up. Because right. I remember going to Ohio State game probably probably a decade ago now. It was just after college. And I, I think I was – by the third quarter, I was just walking around because I hurt so bad. You're just yeah. crammed in there. There's no place to move. My, my brother and I went. And we were we were taking up three seats, even though it was just the two of us. And we were, like, squeezed together as tight as we possibly could be. Right. I remember the, the, the ticket holders my mom got them from at work, like, they went back to the the game the next week because it was probably some big game but they didn't care about the one we went to mm-hmm. and uh, the, the normal people like who'd you have here last week holy crap looks like they could've been on the
3: field playing
0: <laughs> <laughs> like those are big boys yeah like yeah that's kind of us
3: it <laughs> happens I like the uh, standing room only seats sometimes too because I don't really like sitting for an entire game so 13 bucks for a ticket to the Indians game to walk yeah. around and drink the beer comes yeah, be kind of ticket those are great yeah
1: Got some good food there too. So it's pretty much what you go to a game.
0: For. Yeah. You're going to go and you're going to hang out. You're going to see some of the game. Fine. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Walk around and just be around other people. Kind of
3: caters to the millennial as I do air quotes. Because <laughs> um, I don't really like that word, but that's just kind of how people are. Well, we're now. stuck with it. There's nothing else we can do. We are. Very true. Right. Yep.
0: So back to uh, working out. Sam, how do you think the working out has changed your life? Like, What are the, some of the biggest things that you see that's made a difference for you?
3: Um I just definitely have felt stronger. Um I get, when I was a kid I used to I was an ice skater for 10 years. Um Like competitively? Yes. Oh wow. Uh, so that was great and I firmly believe that if we ever have children that I will involve them in some kind of activity because I have benefited for my life with the muscle that I built when I was a kid. Um I've always been a strong person and then I joined track in high school and I did shot put and discus so okay. I kind of got the taste of weightlifting then which was really nice to kind of be a part of a group like that but I've never been as strong as I am now and just being able to you know put more plates on and and do more and feel so accomplished um I guess my biggest one was a I think it's uh what was it 235 um on a deadlift okay so that was that was my biggest weight so far and i felt super accomplished after that but we went kayaking yesterday and typically i have a lot of back pain in my muscles and we were able to kayak the whole seven miles and i was fine and i felt so strong in my back and shoulders nice and that's tangible and that really is a motivator when you feel a difference and it feels good well that's the
0: thing is i mean when you go to the gym and you start working out, especially what you guys are doing, more of like a general overall health and fitness kind of approach, whereas like mine's very sports specific. Like I'm very good at what I do in the gym and that doesn't translate well into other things. Mm-hmm. Whereas you guys are there to just be kind of generally fit. And when you do everyday activities like going kayaking or doing other things you don't normally get to do on a day-to-day basis, but you do every once in a while, you know, that can really benefit you in so many different ways. I you th- think of just doing yard work. I mean, just moving mulch and digging holes and doing, doing the stuff you got to do to like maintain a house and have it look nice. Mm-hmm. If you're stronger, that stuff's easier. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, if, if you don't work out, that, that'll that wear you out really quick. It's not that you can't do it. It's just, it's so much easier when you're stronger. Right. Standing
1: important, yeah.
0: Yeah, you don't have to be Hercules. You don't have to be super crazy. I mean, like the, the, the muscles in your back is probably more about the endurance of it is being able to handle that distance and not just the strength of it like like your deadlift like picking up to the 235 Mm -hmm. you know so it's but but it all kind of boils together it's like you got to have one before you can have the other
3: yes definitely yeah it's been nice to notice the change too just and when we first kind of started the process, I was taking the the pictures just to see the change because that's
0: that's an important thing to do important. because a lot of times your weight doesn't fluctuate a whole lot because you start to lose fat as you're gaining muscle, mm-hmm. and you know fat takes a lot a lot more space than muscle does, but muscle is obviously a lot more dense, so it weighs more. So you're adding a little bit of muscle. You're losing a lot of fat. And sometimes you don't realize if you just step on the scale. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've only lost like three pounds. What's going on? I should, this has been a couple of months now. But if you look like you've lost inches on your, around your waist, on your legs, and, and maybe in your chest or – or where, Wherever it is that people hold their weight, like I hold all mine in my upper body. And like mm-hmm. my legs are about the same size they were in high school. And this is ridiculous. I can squat so much more now mm-hmm. than I could then, but they're not that much bigger. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> straight, it's just,
1: straight to the abdomen here. Yeah,
0: yeah, same problems between yep. the belt and the chin. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's just where my weight goes, but it is what it is. But it, taking those pictures can be super handy because you can start to see the changes in your body that you don't notice because you live with you every day. Right. So you're going to change slowly over time. You're not going to notice a whole bunch of stuff unless you've been away from somebody for like six months and you make like a drastic change and you lose like 20, 30 pounds and you go to see something. Whoa.
3: That was awesome. <laughs> what did you do? That's awesome. Yeah. When he lost his weight, it was just so fun. Even still, sometimes people see him and are like, whoa, what did you do? And that's, that's really cool. Yeah.
1: It's been about two, three years. Would you say two? three years
3: yeah this is 2016 you kind of
1: so it's kind of starting started to get old but uh (laughs) it was great at first very gratifying (laughs) well what's
0: what's getting old then
1: uh just the oh my god you're so skinny (laughs) my my gut is hanging out right in front of me (laughs) yeah i
3: but comparatively, 250 right. to even 180 is such a huge difference. This is when you
0: smile and say thank you. Yes. That would right. be the appropriate response there.
1: it uh, well, it's the third or fourth time they said it. But, you yeah, know, I'm still pretty grateful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's did different. you guys have any uh, good support maybe from friends or family? Or did you guys just kind of have each other and your trainer and you just kind of did it together?
1: Pretty much uh, uh, each other and the trainer. Mm-hmm. Um
3: yeah, we both have families that like to eat and like to take us to eat and like to make sure that we have enough to eat. And if we it d- doesn't look like there's enough on the plate, well, you're going to order more. Here, let me get the server. I'll, I'll get some more for you. Or festivals, and it's a struggle.
1: Yeah, the, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't need another helping. Please do not buy me that funnel cake. I remember that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Now, granted... <sighs> I don't want to say that they don't do that out of love. I mean, obviously they love you, they care about you, but that's more of a misery loves company kind of scenario. Yes, I'm, it, sure, I'm sure you guys realize that is. Yes, they they want to justify their own means of not working out, not working hard, not watching what they eat. So they they want you to eat like the way that they do, which is, which is why obviously they're doing, they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a little uh, bit of spite there. Well, it's, it's not so much the spite. It's just. It has to be like a reason for them to not do what you're doing. Because if they come over, if they just come right out and say, hey, I'm proud of you guys. You guys are doing awesome. This is amazing. Then they're going to have to start to think, well, maybe I need to start doing that. Maybe Mm -hmm. I need to start watching what I eat. Maybe I should start going to the gym or going for walks or start hiking or playing sports or doing whatever. It doesn't matter. You can do anything you want. There's lots of different ways. But mostly, it's about fuel intake.
3: Yes. You've
0: got to watch what you eat. Because, I mean, it takes a lot, a lot to out, like, work out, like, a shitty diet.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we were surrounded by all the time. Yeah. And still are. Of course. Know, I mean, even, that
0: that's natural in life. It's the same people that like, oh, well, I I hate to say it, but it happens all the time. A lot of women don't like to lift weights because they feel like they're going to get big and yes, bulky and muscular. Been, yeah, and not true. Nope, you're definitely not, people. Nope. And they're like, "Oh well, you look too strong. I would never want to do something like that." Like again, they're just justifying their own inactivity.
3: Exactly. Because if they
0: said, "Oh my gosh, you look amazing, and your arms are tight and toned, and when you when I when you wave at me, your arm doesn't wave at me back when you stop waving," mm-hmm. you're like, "These these kind of things happen to women, especially later in life."
3: Right, and it's it's, a, it's so important to be strong for so many different things, and for so so many times I've been kind of scolded for working out well you you got injured you need to stop working out so much why are you doing this and you know if you ever have a child you get pregnant you're not going to be able to work out when you do that and you'll hurt your baby it's like not no true. that's actually really great for that and extremely actually, important and as long as one you're, of the
0: best things you can do
3: as long as you're de- doing it before
0: depending on what kind of exercise you're doing and your, your right. trainer will know what you can and can't do there'll yes. be some things you have to abandon and that's fine but
3: but again, like you said that's just like Making up for their own yes, inactivity. Yes, it's an absolutely mm-hmm.
0: an excuse for their own inactivity. Right. And they have to justify it of why that they're so lazy and eating all the crap that they're eating and not working out and doing that because otherwise you know, they'd be just supporting you guys. Right. So yeah. for
3: somebody to say stop working out is just absurd.
1: Yeah, they, they, I think they call that crab mentality. You Put a bunch of crabs in a bucket and they will – they could escape, but instead they'll pull each other yeah, back
0: in. It only takes two. Mm-hmm. If you have one crab, you got to put a lid on the bucket. If you have two crabs, you don't need a lid anymore because they will pull the other one back down in. Mm-hmm. Misery loves company. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a great place to wrap up this podcast. I uh, want to thank you guys both for coming on the show. It was a lot of fun. Thank Hopefully you. you guys had a good time too.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And
0: yeah. uh, we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now well, that was a lot of fun. I hope you guys had as much fun as I did because I really loved getting to kind of hear their story, how they met, how things were in the beginning, what they've done to kind of make their marriage a success. I, I, I enjoy talking to couples and I definitely want to do more of that here on the show. Don't forget to stay tuned for the new episodes that will be coming out soon. Hopefully those will be happening in the next couple of weeks here. They're going to be a little bit different than normal, but I think that's going to be a little bit more fun for you guys and definitely some more fun for me too. So thank you so much for listening. I can't tell you what it really means, but I need your help. Please let's go out to iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher, and let's leave the show some five-star reviews. I really want to get this show out there to new people. So share it with everyone. Like, link, subscribe. Do all those kind of good things. Share it on all your social medias and your Tweety Birdie machine things and all that stuff. (laughs) This show has been a ton of fun. And I'm having a blast. Hopefully you guys are liking these episodes. And I'm just going to keep growing the show and having more fun. And we'll just see where it goes. Who knows? I mean, the sky's the limit. All right. Well, you guys be safe out there. Love one another. Tell people in your life that you love them. You know, I mean, I think people are a little bit too stingy with that anymore. I mean, let's let's get a little hippy dippy here. Just go out there and spread the love. Let's just be great people, love others, and have a great bloody life. We'll see you guys next time on Uncensored Humanity.